Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, January 28, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Philippians 4, verse 11, which says, Not that I speak in respect of want or in regard of need, for I have learned in whatever state I am therewith to be content. So, friends, it's our lazy day Saturday, but unfortunately, I couldn't stay in bed and be lazy like I desired because I was just fresh like a daisy, raring to go. Yes, imagine that, now. And what was I so excited to get up and see? Just another cold and cloudy day with snow in the forecast. And if we are expecting more of the white stuff, and we still have plenty left over from the last bout, then apparently winter has finally reached my area. But that's what we are all about at this time of year anyway. So we just have to grin and bear whatever comes our way. Therefore, let's get our act together. And as we do on Saturdays, check out the quotes. Our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And this first one is rather interesting. It says, I'm letting go of things that don't bring me happiness or peace. Whoa, what a novel idea. (laughs) Yes, and it would be ever so good if many of us in today's busy and pressure-filled society would do that, just let go of the things that don't bring us peace or happiness. Only problem, though, is some of us might have to let go of a lot of things because we have so many things in our lives that are not bringing peace or happiness to our blighted souls. But if the truth be known, there's only one way, yes, only one way to get true peace on this sinful and fallen earth, and that's by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And why is that? Well, because he's the Prince of Peace, obviously. And his peace is far different from what the world offers. Listen to him tell it now. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. (laughs) Glory, hallelujah, my favorite brethren. My favorite, sorry, (laughs) the excitement going to the brain. I said, glory, hallelujah, my faithful brethren. What an awesome promise that comes from John 14, 27. And if you still don't believe that Christ can bring you peace amidst the world's troubles, then listen to this other affirmation of his, where he says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that comes from John 16, 33, as we all know. And that ought to sober us up and stop our flagrant, wasteful worrying because it's the undeniable truth. Then there's this quote, my life isn't perfect, but I'm thankful for what I have. 
Now, that's a declaration. Yes, we spell declaration right there. That's a declaration of a mature believer, one who has peace in Christ and knows that life isn't perfect. In fact, it will never be perfect. But they are none, nonetheless thankful for whatever they have. Like where Paul wrote to the Philippians, where he says, not that I speak in respect of want or in regard of need, for I have learned in whatever state I am therewith to be content. I know how to be abased, that's live humbly, and I know how to abound, that's live in prosperity. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ will strengthen me. Oh, there again, friends, it's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who strengthens us and allows us to endure whatever circumstances we encounter and to do so with a thankful spirit. Isn't he just great? He surely is. And we all know that scripture comes from Philippians 4, 11 to 13. Now, that brings us to this next quote. No matter how good you are, people will judge you according to their mood and their needs. And isn't that the gospel truth? Especially in today's selfish and fraudulent society. It's sad, but people are so needy and unstable, more so since almost three years of the COVID pandemic, that they are liable to turn on you for no good reason on a whim and fancy, although you are doing your best to help them. So that's the unfortunate state to which our society has fallen. It's every man for himself, regardless of what that selfishness and greed causes. And in getting there through the revered auspices of the social media, we become a rather judgmental society Yes, it's now the custom for us to expound on matters that we know absolutely nothing about. And the sad part is that through the social media, we can do that anonymously without being taken to task for our atrocious behavior and comments. But that's the new world we live in. Jesus' admonition on the subject has now been completely thrown out the window. And do we, do we even remember that he said, judge or condemn not, that ye be not judged or condemned? For with what judgment or condemnation ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet or use, it shall be measured to you again. And that comes from Matthew 7, 1 to 2. But too many people are getting away with unfair judgment because of the anonymity provided by social media. However, as the old people would say, we all get our comeuppance at some time in some way. And yes, the Lord is a just God and he will judge rightly and justly. I know what, because of all the above, we come to this last unwise quote, love yourself first and everything else falls into line. Oh. No, that's not what Jesus teaches. But with the sorry state of our world, 
you really can't blame people if they behave thus. It takes a strong, confident, and mature believer to put others before themselves. And how does Jesus desire to live? He says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And that comes from Matthew 22, verses 37 to 40, which we all know. And it means that we ought to love God, ourselves, and our neighbors with all of our being. It's of supreme importance in our faith walk. But one of the many problems we face, though, is that too many of us don't love ourselves. And that's not meaning in a narcissistic, vain, or self-absorbed manner, but just genuinely caring for and liking ourselves. When we look in the mirror, we must see someone whom we like, someone whose company we don't mind, mind being in, someone we are willing to treat kindly. But until we can do that for ourselves, we'll never be able to like our neighbors because you can't give away what you don't have. So today, I'm pleading with us to get serious about loving God and ourselves so that we can love our neighbors and bring about the kind of world that Jesus desires. Much love. And the postscript for today says, in a world filled with hate and evil, only true love and goodness can make an appreciable difference. And that's the truth, friends. As the good book says, you got to fight evil with good. Can't fight it with anything else. So please, let's just get ourselves together, stay in unity, live for Christ, and make a difference in this crazy world. Because that's what we are put here for, to make a difference. And you could only make a proper and sincere difference when you have Christ shining forth in our lives. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.